What's up? What's up, buddy? <laughs> Man, I had to put the kid down uh, <coughs> to bed, and it was a little bit rough, but made it happen a couple minutes late, but uh, worth the wait. <laughs> I'm excited about this topic. I've been wanting to talk about it for a while. Um, oh. See what uh, see what you think about the subject, Matt, because I'm still... suck. That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst, isn't it? God bless. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, black-eyed kids, black-eyed children. The legend's <laughs> been around for a while, and uh, man, it's it, the stories that you hear about these black-eyed kid encounters are just some of the most creepy <laughs> encounters. Like, I'd rather come across a ghost, <laughs> right? Because it's like the biggest question is, what are these things? You know what I mean? Are they ghosts? Are they demons? Are they aliens? You know, there's a lot of questions. Uh, demonically possessed children. <laughs> Could very well be. That's 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 where I'm at. Really? All right. <laughs> Black eyed piece. <laughs> What's up, Lance? What's up, Dutch? What's up, Scott? Um, yeah, I uh, I've heard about these things for a while, and I've heard some interesting stories. I pulled up some clips that have a, a few interesting stories. And just a quick explanation about if you don't know who the black eyed kids are or what they are, I should say, um, it's kind of a good background. Um, but uh, I do have the Wikipedia pulled up so I can give you guys a quick Ooh. breakdown of it. Um, the black eyed children or black eyed kids is an American contemporary legend, and they are allegedly paranormal creatures that resemble children between ages six and 16. They have pale skin and black eyes and they're reportedly seen hitchhiking or begging or are encountered on doorsteps of residential homes um they've come up to people in parking lots and they're just really really creepy <laughs> and they always like let us in or we don't want to hurt you please just let us use your phone or let us have something to drink it's like super it's almost like like with vampires you got to invite them in <laughs> you know what i mean bro i have said that from day one of this show you have to invite this shit in yeah, but um, I mean, let's think about this for a second. If they are demons, right? yeah, tell me. Like, what, do you have to have the black eye, the black eyes? <laughs> you know Bro, I mean? I'm telling you right now, I'd be like my fellow child in Christ, and just like uppercut, <laughs> like filling that whole block with uppercut. <laughs> um, I've always heard that demons, when they take human form, there will always be something not right about the form right you know, you know some deformity or something just not human um so i guess eyes i guess that kind of makes sense i um, mean it makes sense that and like honestly super creep factor and you have to imagine these things like freaking people out yeah especially if they're like i don't know it's they really like the description is super vampire like yeah and just uh maybe there are kids that got turned and they're not aging and they just got the dark little <laughs> eyes. But I mean maybe this so. right here, like what Lance is saying, like uh dude, would that not just be like a wild cut scene in a horror film? <laughs> be like, can I use your phone? Sure. I... And then it cuts away and they're just sitting there drinking coffee. So like two thousand <laughs> years, you've been doing the same job for two thousand years, just fucking <laughs> with people. You know what I mean? <laughs> that would be the best comedy <laughs> transition. What's up, Aaron? Um yeah, I uh what if I told you guys that I do have a clip of a story of what happens when you let them in? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be quite interesting. Um I just man, I if first of all I got a ring. So if I saw some kids on my doorstep, I'd 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 check them pretty quick from inside. <laughs> I also own guns, so there's that. Bro, too. I'm telling you right now, like I need to invest in the Constantine Holy Shotgun. Oh yeah, oh man, I heard they're remaking that or making a Constantine. Uh, they're too. making a sequel with with Keanu Reeves signed on. Oh, he said that was one of the few characters he wanted to revisit. Still, that was a. I thought that was a pretty good movie. It was a great one, and there was a deleted scene. There was a deleted scene that what they cut it? from the movie. It was he visited Shia LaBeouf's grave. Because the kid died. Mm -hmm. Died. Yeah. He visits the grave and he turns around to walk away 
and you hear a rustle. He turns around. Shia LaBeouf sitting there kneeling on his headstone with angel wings because he was an angel sent to guide him back to the light. Oh, really? So he wasn't really a human the whole time? Nope. He was an angel helping him find his humanity and faith in humanity again. Wow. Hmm. Right? I thought that Russian dude played a really good Lucifer. That (laughs) Russian dude was a great Lucifer. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Definitely definitely a good movie. Cocaine bear action in Australia. What, did a kangaroo get into some yay? <laughs> no, uh, the kangaroo got into some meth. It's a whole different ball game down there. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> a just a just yoked, yoked, jacked kangaroo getting high on meth and just going around beating the shit out of people and jumping around neighborhoods and shit. <laughs> he sent just... me the pics. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, that would be hilarious. I, I would almost, I would almost be more scared of a kangaroo because a bear will just kind of end you real quick. You know, he'll take a couple good bites out of you and you're donezo. <laughs> but I imagine a kangaroo on meth is going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Bro, you think that about a bear, but I mean, when they, well, I guess they kind of maul people, huh? And they maul and they <laughs> maul and kind of eat you alive. Jesus, from the booty first. <laughs> God, it's savage, dude. I mean, my God. But a meth roo. I'm de- Chris. We have got to do an Australian tour. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? Um, I kind of, you know, when you said that they eat you ass first, I was kind of like, that's kind of like when I have a steak dinner and I eat all the vegetables and like all the mashed potatoes first. I go for the shitty stuff first, and then I get to yeah. the good stuff. Yeah, you always have the good stuff <laughs> for the end. <laughs> What the oh, fuck man. are you doing with vegetables on a plate with a steak in the <laughs> right. first place? Trying to feel better about myself. <laughs> Bro, if you if you're sad eating a steak, then Oh, I'm not. To, you need to slap <laughs> whoever cooked it for you. Oh, uh, there's nothing sad when you have a big fat slab of meat on the on the table. Um let's get into some of these videos. We're gonna try to keep it a tight hour today. Tight and, hour. And we've got about seven to get through here. They're all pretty short, you know, a few minutes here and there. Um there was two videos that I thought were super interesting because it's actually leads into true crime a little bit. And allegedly it's where the black eyed kids legend came from, or it's, it's, it's allegedly one of the um, like fire starters that started the whole thing, but I don't, I don't believe it necessarily, but uh, it it was good enough where I was like, all right, we can play that. It's kind of ghostly. I thought it was good. So let's get into this. Yes. That would be awesome. Man, I got to go see that movie. It's out. Yeah, I wonder what kind of numbers it's going to do. I think, Bro, I think it's people got like are really 72% interested. on Rotten Tomatoes right now. No shit. And that's wow. from critics. Wow. It must be pretty good if they're, if they're giving they're, it 72. They're, they're talking a sequel. Wow. Well, you know how they have like Sharknado and they have like all these other i tell you right now i would be down for a series of movies like this of animals of computer generated animals high just just (laughs) high out of their mind on hard narcotics i'm i'm down then meth kangaroo has to come next that's like the that's the b-rated fucking cocaine bears meth (laughs) Meth, Um. i mean it's it writes itself man yeah, and they should start it with like the the opening credits should be House of Pain jump around. <laughs> you, got, like, you got like Tara, you got like Tara Reed as like one of the doc, one of those fucking scientists. And she's there's only one thing that can stop this meth brew, and it's cocaine bear. And like it cuts away to like the opening credits of like showing them oh, doing man. different things, and it's like, yeah, yeah, we should be in movies. That's funny. That is funny. Oh my god! If you look at some of these B-rated fucking movies it's like who in their right mind sits in a room at a conference table with a production company and says i have an idea and it is the biggest steaming pile of shit and they're like green light it (laughs) go and the actors in it that's got to be depressing when you're in fucking sharknado seven and and they're like wow this is what my hollywood career is that's bro those guys just trying are just trying to make it uh, audience is giving it a 75%, just so you guys know. I just pulled it right. up on Rotten Tomatoes. All right, fair enough. We should uh, we should each watch it and then do a movie review on it. <laughs> Bro. Okay. Uh, you know what? 
next weekend is date night before okay. we do the show. I'll go watch it next Saturday. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Okay. I'll try to I'll try to get in there and uh, give it a go. Boy, if only the wife knows that's how I'm gonna spend date night. <laughs> and you'd be like, hey, you know what would good, go great with some of this popcorn is maybe a little cocaine. Just see what this bear like, is. I really about. gotta get in the, I really gotta get in this bear's headspace. <laughs> see what it's all about. Could you imagine we open up the show and I'm like, hey guys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the movie was great. Can anyone else hear my heartbeat? <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. Oh, that's funny. Oh man, oh. <laughs> just just ripping, just ripping a line of Colombian booger sugar. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> All right, let's get into some black eyed kids. Let's, let's, do watch, it. let's watch this first video. <laughs> if you see black eyed children, don't let them in. According to legend, black eyed children are believed to come to your house to your vehicle window if you're alone at the parking lot and to places where there aren't many people. When they appear they often say that they need help with something and that you must let them in. They must enter, whether it is in your car or at your house. Anyone who encountered them has almost immediately felt an overwhelming sense of dread. If you don't let them in, they become increasingly insistent that they need to be allowed in. The kids have pale skin and black eyes. Apart from their blacked out eyes, these children seem normal. Nobody knows why or how these kids appear. Some suggest that these children have existed since the 1980s, although most sources state that the legend originated around 1996. But remember, I mean, you guys know what this is, right? What, what, what? Somebody watched fucking. The Lost Boys, and they're like, you know what? <laughs> we need to fuck with some folks. <laughs> the Lost Boys. Uh, I don't know, man. There's something. There's something weird about like legends that are. This is one of those you've heard of the urban legends that end up being true, and this is one of those legends where I don't think anybody has any evidence. I know that I saw a couple videos of like strange kids just standing on people's porches and just looking into their like rain cam all creepy but i, I don't i didn't I mean, put any weight in those look at the clown craze we had like two or what three the years hell ago. was that about i was waiting like you ever just wish somebody would come along so you could fuck their shit up <laughs> i mean yeah i was i was so excited when i heard about these dipshits wandering around <laughs> threatening people in clown costumes i was so excited i mean i've never in my life, been excited to fight somebody, but I was, man, I wanted to jack one of them clowns up so bad. Yeah, um, that that was creepy because weren't they just like standing like off in the distance, just all creepy and shit? Oh no, Maybe some of like, them, some of them, were literally shit. like trying to attack cars. Oh wow, um, and shit. Uh, Lance, you are not the only one. What what do you say? Uh oh yeah. <laughs> um, like, I'm I, I actually got shot. I think somebody did get shot. I did hear a story. So here's the story, um, based on my shitty memory of it. So these two, uh, I don't know, I don't remember where it was, but these two thugs stop at this gas station, right? And these guys are like running drugs or something. Yeah. And um, <laughs> this is a funny story. And all of a sudden, like out of the woods and around this little tiny hole in the wall podunk gas station, all these clowns come out of the woodwork, right? And these thugs are like, oh, hell no. Right. So they get in the car. And uh, I forget what song they were playing, but it was like some super gangster. And uh, one of them pops out of the sunroof with a gun and just starts laying brass. And these fucking clowns, like, they bailed. Um, I don't know if any of them got shot, but. Uh... <laughs> Bro, I mean, like, the internet, for all its greatness, has gotten people too used to the idea of they can do whatever they want as long as they yell, it's just a prank when consequences come and knocking at their door. Yeah, yeah. It's like the guy who dressed up like Bigfoot and was playing fuck, fuck around and got hit by the and car. He, and he found out. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm a huge proponent of fuck around and find out and yeah. play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Absolutely. You play fuck around and bad things happen. <laughs> All right, next video. All right.
This is more of a little bit of background on the Black Eyed Kids from what I understand. You often hear Close Encounters stories about Black Eyed Kids, but have you ever heard of somebody who actually let them in? Here's the story of a couple who actually let them in, what happened while they were there, and the aftermath. Paul and Brenda lived in a small town on a dirt road deep in the country. It had been snowing for several hours and Brenda wasn't surprised when she heard a bang on her door at 2 o'clock in the morning. Living out in the sticks like they did, this happened quite often. Someone's car would break down and they would go knock on their door. As she peered out through the curtains, she noticed that her motion lights had turned on. And she could see a pair of footprints leading up to her house from the road. And there was no sign of any cars on the road in front of their home. She could, however, make out two figures standing at her front door. The banging continued as she woke up her husband, Paul. Paul got dressed quickly and answered the door with Brenda standing behind him. On the porch stood two small children, a boy and a girl, both around eight years old. Brenda noticed that they were not dressed for winter weather, and normally her first instinct would be to rush them in the house to get them warmed up. But this time she felt a strong hesitation. There was something off about these kids. Their haircuts were strange and out of fashion. The boy had a bit of an outdated bowl cut, and the girl had long hair with short, blunt bangs. Their clothes also seemed to be unfashionable for the time, and they wouldn't make eye contact with the couple. But because it was so cold outside, they let them in anyway. Paul let them in while Brenda rushed off to the kitchen to make hot cocoa for the children. She was listening to Paul's conversation with the children while he asked them about their parents. Our parents will be here soon, said in a bit of a sing-song voice. The girl's voice gave Brenda the creeps, even from the other room. Paul asked what happened, did the car break down? Our parents will be here soon, she said as her and her brother sat down on the sofa across from him on his favorite chair. She heard him ask, was there an accident? Again, the little girl said, our parents will be here soon. Brenda felt very uneasy about the kids' appearance, their behavior, their strange answers, and something else she couldn't quite figure out. As she was busy making the hot cocoa, she realized that her three cats were nowhere to be seen, which was odd because they normally have to chase them away from new guests. Only their one cat named Percival stood there and watched the children. His fur was raised along his spine, and his tail was poofed out twice his size, pointing down. He hissed at the children and stiffly walked backwards out of their sight. Walking back in with the Coco, she noticed Paul was sitting there obviously in pain. Watch my next video for the rest of the story. I don't have the next video, so I don't know. I hate these TikTok part two motherfuckers. Like you can do you can do ten minute videos on TikTok now. They do it just to make it really yeah. Oh yeah. Motherfucker! Oh, they man. do it just so you have to keep clicking. Well, let's assume that something bad happened to the husband. <laughs> let's just assume the husband had an aneurysm and she <laughs> chased kids out with the help of the cat. Yeah. Like Stephen, that's like the plot of a Stephen King movie. I'm just saying. Yeah, it kind of is, isn't it? Like, uh, <laughs> fuck, what was it? Not Pet Cemetery, the one where the cats like kill the two evil people at the end of the movie. Dreamwalkers or something. Clickbaiting motherfuckers got me thinking about it now. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh could you imagine, you know, you don't know who the fuck is out there, dude. If you're these black eyed assholes and you're knocking on people's doors, you might knock on the wrong door. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you just you just get into a get into a house with some people that are cannibals or something that's about to eat you. Um I just I don't know if these stories are true. <coughs> right. I don't, you know, uh, I've obviously never seen any black eyed kids. It seems super random, you know, them just showing up randomly at people's houses. And I don't know if that's how demons work. <laughs> you know what I mean? So let's, uh, let's well, play this. What not, do you got? Did you not, find it? No, it's not cat's eye. Because that's with Drew Barrymore as a kid, and the cat, her cat, fights a little goblin motherfucker. <sighs> Children watched Village of the Damned in the eighties, got traumatized, and came up with the stories in the night. Yeah, you know this what? This is you some Children of the Corn shit. This is some. Children this is of the directly corn some Children of the Corn shit. Like, yeah. literally. Hold on a second. I will pull this up. Hold on. I wonder if there's been any movies made on. Every time I hear about something ridiculous. And then I see that a movie's been made about it. She said a bowl cut, right? Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> Aaron says, uh, so if they're saying our parents will be here soon, how do the parents know where they are? Yeah, that, that's an interesting part of the story. Our parents will be here soon. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Satan! Right? Let's see. I don't know. I guess you could go a number of ways. Vampires, I guess. Um, demons. Aliens. Uh, I don't really lean towards the alien thing, though. No, I don't. I don't. They kind of give off a that. men in black vibe. <laughs> You know, you kind of hear those stories about the men in black being all creepy and sing-songy. 19... See, here's the thing. They're saying that the sighting started in 1986, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, in the 80s. Yeah, they said 86. When all those fucking horror movies. <laughs> the original Children of the Corn came out in 1984. Okay. I mean... So, bowl cut out of fashion, clothes out of fashion. <laughs> Doesn't have black eyes though. <laughs> they might have just added that for. <laughs> but I mean, are, are kids really going around getting fucking black contact lenses or whatever? You know what I mean? These are young kids. Like at nine years old, I wasn't thinking about pranking somebody and scaring the shit out of them. Well, <laughs> you, you know? may not have been. We all have older <laughs> siblings that would do dumb shit with us. That's true. Even myself, with step siblings, got looped into some, roped into some really dumb shit as a child. I mean, could be. Let's see what this next one's all about. I, I know a couple of these are stories. Actually, I think the rest of them are stories. Did you know that this story from 1996 is said to be the first recorded encounter with the black-eyed kids? It was a summer's evening and Brian Bethel was parked outside of a movie theater in his car writing a check. As he was sitting in his car, two boys came and knocked on his car window and he looked up and just had this immediate sense of dread. He didn't initially notice anything wrong, but he just had this feeling in the pit of his stomach that something was terribly, terribly wrong. Brian rolled down his window and the boys explained that they needed him to drive them to their mother's house so they could get money for the movie theater. The film had started like an hour before. It was at this point that Brian noticed that the boys' eyes were completely black. He described the boy's eyes as being like soulless orbs, like something that you'd see on an alien. Brian is completely panicked at this point, but the two kids are saying things like, Why won't you help us? We're just little boys. What could we possibly do to you? Brian suddenly realized that in spite of this burning dread that was in his stomach, his hand was moving to open the door, almost as if he wasn't in control. So he got panicked, made his excuses and left. And as he looked in the rearview mirror, the children had vanished within seconds. Brian shared his story and it spread like wildfire with people all over the internet claiming to have experienced something similar. Thus the legend of the black eyed children was born. Now people who claim to have experienced this, they say that when these children appear, they are generally, they come knocking on your door or they knock like Brian on your car window and you will immediately be overcome with this overwhelming sense of dread and fear and they will ask to be allowed into your house kind of like old school vampires now there's obviously tons of conversation on the internet about whether or not these stories are actually real whether it's just an urban legend and what actually happens when you let these children in but either way whether you believe it as a real story whether it's just an urban legend it is one of the best urban legends of modern times all together now Car. <laughs> in, in his car, 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 car. In his car. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I know that one of these stories I think was pulled from Reddit. The thing about Reddit is it's fucking no holds barred. So people just go on there and just write stories and shit. So you Reddit really is a lawless shit. wasteland. It is a lawless wasteland. Um, sometimes, uh. Their paranormal stuff, it can be like some of the stories I read. I'm like, oh, this is good shit. And then I'm like, it's probably bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, let's see here. What do we got? Here's uh, trying to find the one. Okay, this isn't it. Um, I think I believe this is another story. Cannock Chase in Staffordshire is a well-known beauty spot, but it has become more famous for something a little more sinister. 
Over the past 50 years, there have been numerous sightings of what have become known as the Staffordshire Black-Eyed Children. One woman and her daughter were walking in Cannock Chase and they heard a young girl screaming. They run in the direction, they cannot find this girl, they stop to catch their breath and then they feel this presence behind them. They turn around and they see a child standing there with her eyes covered and the mother steps forward and asks if she needs any help. The girl slowly moves her hands away from her eyes and where her eyes should be there are just black holes. The woman turns to grab her daughter to start running away and as she glances back over her shoulder there is no sight of the black-eyed child. Now these sightings are all incredibly sinister but there is something a whole lot worse that happened in Cannock Chase. To hear the full story of the Staffordshire Black-Eyed Children and what else went on in Cannock Chase, listen to episode 47 of the Monday Night Review. And see, when I picked these videos, I listened to the first like 10 or 15 seconds because I don't want to be, I don't want to have a spoiler. You know what I mean? And then you get screwed like that. Oh, God. That pisses me off. In the chat. Hey, in the chat. What do you think, if if these stories are true, the black-eyed kids, what do you think? Aliens, ghosts, demons, vampires, or whatever else you can think of. I want to hear what you guys have to say. I mean, um, I kind of like the vampires, the vampire train of thought. It's just fun. It's a fun thought. If I was a demon, I'd be like, we keep possessing people and shit, and we keep getting exercise. Can't we just dress up as kids and go fuck with people? <laughs> like, I mean, I, that's where I'm at. That's why if I was a demon, you bet your ass I'm gonna be dressed up, hanging out at fucking Toys R Us every day, fucking with people. <laughs> Dude, have you seen the? There's a video floating around of Billie Eilish. At one of her concerts, right? Standing yeah. there singing, right? And it's from behind. Yeah. And all of a sh- sudden, she bends over at the waist and her head damn near touches her ankles. And she's still standing up and she sticks her tongue out. And this is the most demonic shit I've ever seen. It's so all I'm hearing is Billy Eilish is flexible. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> a little flexible. Um, uh, let's see. Hold on. Let me find it. Yeah, find it. Billy Eilish demonic or something. <laughs> While Matt's looking for actually this next one, actually, yeah, see what you can find, Matt. Um, let's see what the chat has to say. Lance says vampirish. Scott says I say demons and possibly vampire. Peckerwood agree vampire modern day lost boys. Lost boys. Ape tube. Extra dimensional beings. Oh, okay, okay. I like I like where your head's at, ape tube. I like that. Um, anyone watch What We Do in the Shadows? I love, love What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> How did I know that Mal was Fucking gonna... what, love. What, what is it? I don't even know what it, it is. It is a modern vampire show set in like one of the boroughs of New York or Boston or something like that. And they're idiots. They're just flat out idiots. But it's so freaking good. Like, oh my god, it's on Hulu. Watch it. It's like got four seasons. Um, oh wow, four seasons. Okay. Fuck what we do. God damn. Like I'm about to give up on this Billy Eilish thing and just pull up <laughs> what we do in the shadows. Greatest one liners. Let's see here. Hold on. Let me. Uh, I think I found it. I might have it. Exa- I might. I. I may have exaggerated how much she bends over, but it's still pretty. Uh, I mean, it's now. pretty out there, though. Did you see it? Yeah, I found it. Okay. Pull that shit up. <clears throat> I mean, if I saw a girl doing that shit just in public, <laughs> look at that. Isn't that shit a little creepy? I mean. <laughs> That seems a little demonish to me. Uh, I don't know. 
That's some fucking. Can anybody hear the sound? No. Okay. I don't know. That's some fucking Emily Rose type shit right there. <laughs> you ain't kidding. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. Young gravy. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. So these next two videos, um, about six minutes worth, um, is a pretty dark story about uh, a predator. So if you're sensitive to that kind of shit, this one's this one's pretty dark. Like a child predator or like? Yeah. Yeah, that's this is where I'm let's let's watch the video. Not only is this case incredibly tragic, but some people give it credit for one of the most terrifying urban legends, the black eyed children. So stick around for part two if you like scary stuff. On September 8th, 1965, Margaret Reynolds was on her way back to school after her lunch break when she completely vanished. Her mother reported her missing, but she was nowhere to be found. Margaret still hadn't been found by December 30th when another girl went missing. Diane Tift vanished while walking the short distance between her mother's house and her home. Around this time, the brother of a man named Raymond Morris came forward and said that his brother had been in the area around the time of the abductions and also had very disturbing interests. Raymond was brought in for questioning but had alibis for both abductions and so was let go. On January 12, 1965, a workman spotted something in a ditch in Canuck Chase, and upon further investigation, they realized it was the body of Diane Tift. By the next day, they realized that Margaret Reynolds' body was just below Diane Tift's in the soft earth. On August 14, 1966, a girl named Jane Taylor went missing while riding her bicycle just south of Canuck Chase and was never seen again. Just two months later, two girls said that Raymond Morris lured them into his apartment and made them take very inappropriate photographs. Raymond was brought in for questioning, but the girls couldn't fully corroborate each other's stories, and the police couldn't find the photos, so they let him go. Fast forward five days to August 19th, and Christine Darby was playing with some friends, and a man pulled over and asked them for directions. He managed to lure Christine into his car, and her body was found three days later. Police interviewed 54,000 homeowners in the area, and it led back to Raymond Morris. They brought Raymond in again for questioning, but his wife claimed she'd been shopping with him on the day of the abduction, and so they let him go again. Then on November 4th of the same year, a man tried to abduct a girl named Margaret Alton by luring her into his car, but when he realized a neighbor was watching, he let her go. Luckily, the neighbor wrote down the license plate of the car, and guess who it led back to? Police searched Morris's apartment and found very inappropriate photographs of his wife's five-year-old niece, which led her to admit that she had lied about his alibi, and so he was finally taken in. Morris was found guilty of taking the life of Christine Darby and the attempted kidnapping and assault of two others, and he was sentenced to life in prison, where he remained until he passed in 2014. But there's more to this story. Legend has it that black-eyed girls have been spotted in the area that the other girls disappeared ever since. Stick around for part two to find out more. This time, I have the part two. So this is a little additional information about the last case I did. If you want to go back to the last video about the murders in Canuck Chase just to get caught up, this is what happened in Canuck Chase after those girls went missing. An 18-year-old girl was the first to report spotting a black-eyed girl in Canuck Chase in 1982. She was out in the park with some friends, getting into trouble like you do. The report I read about her was written by her nephew later on, and it said, quote, Rushing to locate the sound, she stumbled upon a dirt track and caught sight of a six to eight year old girl running in the opposite direction, shouting, Help, mommy, help. Immediately, my auntie started to run after the child, but was unable to keep up pace. By now, it was getting dark, and the little girl had reached an area of very densely planted, thick and bushy trees. She turned around to face my auntie, looked her dead in the eyes, and then ran off into the dark, compacted woodland. Police searched the area and never found any sign of a little girl or anyone else in the area. Then in 2014, the year that Raymond Morris, who I mentioned in my last story, passed away, there was a rash of sightings of black-eyed girls in the area. One man reported, quote, on Saturday, the 13th of September, my wife and I were walking through Canuck Chase with our dog. Once we entered the woodland and the road was no longer visible, we started hearing the giggling noise of a little girl. 
To our amazement, a child no taller than one meter in height appeared as if out of nowhere further up the path in front of us. We stopped dead in our tracks after noticing her eyes had no color. Her head was tilted to the side in much of the same way it would appear as if she had been hung. She stared at us for around five minutes before running away into a densely grouped area of trees. My wife wanted to follow her, but I was having none of it. Another woman recalled, quote, around two months ago, my daughter and I were walking through an area when we heard the screams of a young child. I couldn't tell if it was a boy or a girl, but they definitely seemed in distress and sounded very close to us. So we instantly started running back toward the noise. We couldn't find the child anywhere, so stopped to catch our breath. That's when I turned around and saw a little girl stood behind me, no more than 10 years old, with her hands over her eyes like she was waiting for a birthday cake. I asked if she was okay and if she had been the one screaming. Then she put her arms down by her side and opened her eyes, which is when I saw they were completely black. No iris, no white, no nothing. Another mother was looking at photos of her children in Canuck Chase when she noticed, quote, a ghostly figure of a child in a Victorian dress standing to the left of the tree where her children were climbing. Then in 2015, paranormal investigator Tom Buckmaster captured footage of a young girl in a white dress walking through the woods in Canuck Chase. In another instance, he managed to capture audio, quote, We got weird voices on there. There were footsteps and voices saying, we're watching, we're looking. And then a male voice saying, he's coming. Are you convinced? A little creepy, right? I mean, it's creepy stuff for sure. I mean, so that raises the question, are the black-eyed children... The spirits of harmed children that are killed. Could be. <clears throat> I thought that was, I ran across um, those two videos and I was like, wow, that's, that's fucking creepy. Um, yeah, I mean. <clears throat> uh, so we might be dealing with two different, two different entities. Um, but yeah, super dark shit. Really dark and really, uh, really just heartbreaking stuff. Yeah. Um, i I debated whether or not, because <laughs> I hate that kind of shit. Um, but the second video, I was like, "All right, well, we got to we got to play the first part in order to understand um, Dude, the second just, part." But it just blows my mind how often these guys just got walked right into a police department and walked out multiple times. Isn't that fucked up? Like John <laughs> John Wayne Gacy, like yeah. he literally got walked into a police department. I don't know how many times before they were finally like, "Oh, this guy really is doing it." Yeah. Um, we will be covering some true crime stuff on this show. I'm um, down. Yeah, it's a uh, it's disturbing shit, but very interesting, especially like John Wayne Gacy. Um, Bro, I don't what? think he acted alone, dude. I don't think he acted alone. Oh, I think really? He was, I think he was part of a network, and there's some evidence. Ooh. Um, so uh, like with these cases, I kind of want to, I kind of want to find the weird in them. And the what if that was the case, you know, because there's some dark shit like Ted Bundy. You know, a lot of people said that he may have been part of a satanic cult. Um, of course, you know, you got the satanic panic and all that shit. I um, mean, that's what that's what ha- happened to the West Memphis three. Yeah. Like, I mean, they were just they were just goth and emo kids and mm. the South when that was all going on. And <laughs> you're just like, I mean, dude, have you ever looked into that, that case? Yeah, but, you know, Damien. Right, the guy who was like the ringleader of it all. Yeah, you ever look into him at all? No, because he's because he's out now. Yeah, they're all out. They're all out. Well, he's pretty big into Satanism and like dark shit, like really dark shit. And certain celebrities came out of the woodwork to like. And I'm not saying that he's guilty of killing the kids or anything. Right. I'm just saying the guy was into some dark ass shit. And when he got out, he was still into that dark ass shit. And people like Johnny Depp, um, who I've talked about you know, on the show a couple of times with my suspicions about that guy. Um, I don't know. There's just some of these stories it's, it's, or these cases. It's interesting because you can find these weird connections. Like John Wayne Gacy was actually involved in politics and rubbed yep. shoulders with some pretty, you know, pretty fucking prominent folks. But, um, he has a weird connection with another serial killer who was, I believe tied into like um, trafficking. Um, It's some dark shit. 
but it begs the question like, hey, you know, not all of these cases, I think, are just so cut and dry that there was just some psycho out there killing kids, you know? Yeah. I think it could potentially go deeper. It's pretty creepy. But true crime, I got I had to stop listening to him because I got kind of obsessed with listening to these serial killer podcasts and they go into the mind of these people. And it's just so fucking dark. Bro, you've got to watch Mindhunter on Netflix. Oh, have done it. Such a crime. We're not getting season three. I Oh, it's not coming out at all? Nope. Netflix said they didn't have enough audience to pay for it. Wow. You know, I will say this. Whoever they casted to play Edmund Kemper, they casted the best guy. Dude, he that fucking casting nailed director it. deserves an Oscar. Yeah, he nailed it. It sucks because they were just ending on BTK and they were going to get into him. Um, but that's that's another case that's weird. BTK, you know, the guy gets caught because of the church shit. You know what I mean? And he's like a stand-up member of society, but he's like this twisted killer on the inside. Yeah. That's some creepy shit. <laughs> I have a story for you when we're not on air. Oh, oh boy. Uh, yeah, Abe Tube Dahmer. That was a. <laughs> that's kind of a weird case, too, because he was talking about. And people were saying, oh, well, it wasn't satanic. He was just crazy. But he had like an, an, um, uh, an altar that he was trying to build and shit. Um, you know, some people say that was a little satanic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just. I don't know, man. They, Packer, what I had to, I had to, stop, <coughs> stop because it started getting me fucking paranoid about everything. You know, for a long time, I was like, my daughter's never staying in anybody's house. I don't care how much I trust them. Bro, <laughs> I, even without all the true crime stuff, I am so anti sleepover. It's not even God. funny. I uh, just, there's so many fucking creeps out there. You don't know who the next creep is going to be. And that's what freaks me out. Um, the last podcast on the left do serial killers retail. Um, actually, yeah, last podcast on the left. I've listened to it a couple times. Um, there's some good ones out there. Um, and what's weird is like it, it's almost sad, and we'll get into that this last video in a minute, but it's almost sad when you look into some of these like brutal killers, how abused they were as kids, and it's like, Jesus, yeah, like this is a dark world, <laughs> like so dark. Um, but uh yeah, we'll we'll get into some true crime and we'll try to find the the creepy shit. And not that it isn't just creepy to begin with, but there's even like there's layers to some of these where I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. But um, let's get let's watch this last video and then we'll uh, give some final thoughts on the black eyed children. Black eyed children, story time. I found the story on Reddit, so we're gonna go ahead and call the person from the story Al. Al had been a truck driver for the past thirty years. But never in those 30 years had he ever had an experience like the one that I'm about to tell you guys about. He had been driving from Chicago to San Francisco back in the late 80s. At this point, he had been driving for the past 15 hours, going straight through nothing but desert. All he saw was cactuses and snakes everywhere he looked. His eyes started to grow heavy, so he decided to take a break. It was about 10 p.m. at night when he decided to pull over the side of the road and head back to his sleeper so he could take a nap. At about 2 p.m., he gets woken up to tapping coming from the outside of his cab. Thinking that it was probably highway patrol, he jumped up to the passenger seat and went to grab his logbook before opening the door. As he goes to grab his logbook, he hears tapping again coming from the side window. Then he hears what sounds like a kid say, Hey mister, we're thirsty and tired. Can we come inside? He was suddenly overcome with this sense of dread. It was so strong that he didn't even want to look out the window to see who it was. The kids tapped on the glass now a third time asking to be let inside. Against his better judgment, he decided to peek out the window to see who it was. The minute he looked out the window, he froze. He said that they looked like any normal child. If you haven't guessed it by now, their eyes were solid black. He felt like they were able to stare right through the glass and right through him. Al immediately yells out, hell nah, I'm not letting the two of you in here. He said that they continued to stare at him, but almost angry this time. They stood there for a few seconds and then turned around, walked away, 
As they were walking away, Al says that they completely disappeared into thin air. Left there alone on the side of the road, he sat there for a few seconds trying to analyze what just happened. When suddenly they started to pound on his side door and yelling, let us in now. He said that they didn't sound like kids anymore. You can kind of get an idea of what they sounded like now. Without zero hesitation, he jumped to his driver's seat, put his rig in gear and peeled out of there as fast as he could. He said that he didn't slow down until he hit California. He did end up seeing them the next day. He had been trucking down the highway for a couple hours when in his lights he saw those same two kids on the side of the road just standing there staring at his truck. They continued to stare at him the whole time as he passed them. So it's crazy to think that once they encounter you, they remember you and they continue to follow you. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Two things I can take away from that story. One, if a kid in today's day and age ever says, hey, mister, here's here's a hint. No kid says, hey, mister, these days. <laughs> That's your dead giveaway, number one. Yeah, it's not, even a, it's not even a little bit of a situation. It's a nope. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> They're usually like, hey, bro. <laughs> like, hey, dude. Hey, dude. <laughs> Bruh. No, no, yeah, no, hey, mister. Okay, that doesn't happen anymore. Um, second thing she says, she said without zero hesitation. So, if you actually break down what she said, if you don't have any, hes- or if you have, if you don't have zero hesitation, then you have a lot of hesitation. So, she did a double negative there, but that's okay. Look, man, yeah. I'm just saying, I love Latina story time. <laughs> they, they, yeah, okay. I don't know who's watching this, so no comment on that. <laughs> oh, you know, you know the wife's in here somewhere <laughs> lurking. Um, but yeah, so black-eyed kids. Uh, assuming that the legends in some of these stories are true, I don't know. I think it, uh, the dimensional beings, the I think dark entities. Yeah, uh, I kind of go along with that. I, I hesitate to say demon. Um, I don't know. It's kind of in in my mind. I think uh, I think demons are dark entities, and I think we use the term we throw it around a little too much. Okay. Um, okay. Although I don't know if there's a difference between dark entities and like lower frequency beings and lower dimensional beings and demons. I don't know if there's a a difference between those. Careful, Chris. Um, your human privilege is showing. <laughs> uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> oh man (laughs) got you on that one didn't i yeah um i just i i don't know i'm leaning towards a dark entity of some kind i don't know demon i I don't want to say demons and i don't want to say i don't know a, a lower would you say a creature of ill repute? Yeah, that's actually yeah, yes, exactly. Um, gosh, so they're just hookers, kids. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I did have a out of my time over the road, which was very short. I did have one lot lizard knock on my window, and uh, it was very disturbing. <laughs> I was in Memphis, Tennessee, and it was oh shit. It was gosh, it was it was a truck stop just outside of Memphis, and when we were driving through, wait, I was which actually Memphis. Trying, it would have been. I'm trying to think. So there was the bridge, and I think it was just on the east side of the bridge. There's like a truck stop. It's either on the east side or the west side of the bridge. There was a it's, truck stop. It's got to right be on the. the it's got to be on the west side, which means you stayed in Arkansas, which means you stayed in West Memphis, which means you stayed in an area worse than fucking Memphis. Okay. That because, makes sense. Because <laughs> once you cross the bridge, you're immediately in Memphis city limits. Okay. Um, I know that when I went inside to get some dinner at the little fucking diner or whatever they had, the lady was super nice. And I was like, like oh, this it's is nice. Yeah. I mean, just because the area sucks doesn't mean everybody yeah. sucks. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm sitting there. And yeah, what time was it? It was late. And I had the curtain up in the semi. And I was yeah. in the front seat. And I heard a knock on the window. I lifted, I lifted the thing, and there's this black lady, right? 
barely any hair <laughs> and she must have had a total of four teeth and uh she said uh hey honey and i said get the fuck off my truck <laughs> and i just shut the curtain and uh she was definitely a crackhead and i was just like wow they, i i had always heard stories about lot lizards but i didn't think like i'd actually see one <laughs> the fact that they she picked my truck out of the fucking other trucks there i was like <coughs> fuck i mean you know kept... she's checking license plates who's been on the road the longest maybe texas license plates a nice clean black truck because like we were required to keep our trucks like super clean or some of the cleanest on the road yeah um so she probably thought we had money or something because i was with my trainer my trainer was in the back and uh i think i just got off the phone with my wife but that doesn't make sense because it was super fucking late it was at least midnight i want to say it was even later than that because it was a 24-hour diner and I remember being fucking tired and uh, yeah, getting that knock. I didn't even feel her get on the truck. That's how like small and skinny this lady was. It was it was bad. She was gross. <laughs> I was like, fuck, get off my truck. Um, but uh, I'm not. Uh, that, she definitely wasn't a black eyed uh, person. <laughs> um, but I, I, I'm thinking some sort of dark entity that's what i think they are if they exist i'll agree with you i'll agree with you like i think i think it's it's something we don't want to say it's demonic but it's something it is interesting how many people in the chat said vampire i was like i mean the inviting in thing definitely drives that point home yeah but you know what you said as far as like demonic shit you kind of have to invite it in you know you got to bring it into your your place yeah um whether and I think that's just kind of a that seems like general, you know what I mean? Because like you can you can have uh, I don't want to say demon people, but I mean you invite a toxic person to be part of your life, and your life can go to shit real quick until you get oh, the hell out. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like I feel like it's that kind of vibe. Um, but yeah, there's no way in fuck I'm letting black eyed anything anywhere in or around me. I'll tell you that. Um, oh man, I'll tell you right now, open the door. Have you spoken to our Lord and Savior <laughs> Remington? Let me give you a little bit of this Christ. <laughs> Good God. Um but yeah. I don't know. I just the black eyed kids, the stories that I've heard, um, they're all creepy as fuck. And I just I just don't know you know what to think of it. Are they all BS? Uh I mean, it's hard to it's hard to say really. I mean it's not a wide as widely known issue. Like so it makes me think there might be some legitimacy to it because there's not as many people out there just faking it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's definitely I don't know. There's just certain little things. Like the hey mister stuff, the the old timey like clothes and haircut and shit. Yeah. I don't know. There's just something I don't know. It's very, and going back to the whole men in black thing, it's very men in blackish because the men in black are always like pale skinned. I never heard of them being black eyed, I think. But, uh, maybe it's like, like the Mormons. You just gotta go out and do your, uh, <laughs> do your, uh, what's the word for your, what do they do when they go out knocking on doors? I don't know what it's called. What's it called when the church goes somewhere? Like to Africa or something. What is that called? Oh, a mission. Yeah. So they so they send yeah. these guys out on their missions to yeah. knock on doors and spread the word. Maybe the men in black have missions. They send their children out on and they have to knock on doors and get invited in. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. Super fucking weird. <laughs> I don't know. How many people in the chat have heard about black eyed kids before they listen to this or watch this show? Um, I've heard about them for a long time, but I mean, like, again, they're not, them, but it's not very, like it's not very well much talked about down here. No. And it surprises me. Like even the, a lot of the paranormal shows, I really don't hear them mentioned very much. <coughs> Sorry, everybody. I have a chest thing going on again. Oh shit. But, I'll be I'll be fine for for the trip. I'm drinking the health juice now. <laughs> uh, 
Interesting. Yeah. It, see, every time I, I find people that haven't heard of the Black Eyed Kids, I'm like, man, you should look into it. It's creepy as fuck. Um, Super creepy. It, it, I mean, it's a creepy subject, but several of the things we talk about are creepy subjects. <laughs> there was a horror film in 2012 called Black Eyed Kids. <laughs> uh, okay. Right. Who Did somebody text you that or did you just Google it? No, it was uh, in the rest of the Wikipedia that I never finished reading. Oh. <laughs> okay, let's let's end on a positive note. Let's end on some laughs. Okay, let's do it. Uh, real quick, everybody in the chat, I have one question for you. Have you ever heard of Letterkenny? Discuss amongst yourselves. Chris, I sent you a link for what we do in the shadows, best of season one. <laughs> Guys, I highly recommend. We have the little people. Tell your coworker he needs to class it up some and tune in. Lance, I knew you'd be my guy for Letter Kenny. Have you watched Shorzy? Oh, man. What do we have here? Oh, I see. I told some people. <laughs> um, did you get the Wikipedia donation thing? No. They know I'm broke. They know I don't have any money. <laughs> they, they, know I, they know we're poor. <laughs> For those of you interesting or interested, for those of you that are actually interesting and not boring as fuck, <laughs> um, for those of you interested, uh, Matt and I are going to do another live here in a little bit um, with uh, our buddy Blake. I promise not to hijack this episode with cows. <laughs> Talking Moopars. That was funny. I promise not to do that again. <laughs> wow. Lance never heard of it. You never heard of Shorzy? Or Lidderkenny. Peckerwood, not me. Yeah, weird. Man, so anyway. Yeah, well, that's Black Eyed Kids. I'm sure um, there will be some more stories. And like I've said before, we're going to end up going back and uh, revisiting some of this stuff as, as time goes on. But um, it's uh, <laughs> there's so much shit to cover. I'm like, man. And I, I really... There was one topic I wanted to get into a little bit tonight, but we don't have enough time. And uh, it's kind of on TikTok. It's just, um, I know that we talked about the conspiracy iceberg, but some broad did a like an upside down triangle, right? And it goes from like conspiracy theories that are proven true. And then it goes up and it gets crazier and crazier. And basically she basically says, all right, it goes from true to like, okay, I have some questions to... I'm fucking losing my mind and it goes up and up. And then eventually it's like a whole, it's like a social justice warrior type thing. Cause she gets up to the top and it's like, this is what it's all. It's all about hating Jewish people. <laughs> and I was like, my God, how did she work that? And some of the shit that she had in the upper levels, I'm like, clearly you haven't researched this shit, bitch. <laughs> and she was getting a little bit like, she was a little too know-it-all, and I'm like, have you even looked into that shit, or are you just fucking going based on what you've heard on the surface? You oh, she's I mean? just going. It really pissed me off, and I just I don't have enough energy to go off on her tonight. <laughs> I'll go off on her a different night. Um, but we're going to have to talk about the uh, cons- the conspiracy triangle. <laughs> fucking, I was so mad. I was like, you fu- oh, God, I was pissed. But um, I sent you a funny meme for that one, Chris. <laughs> oh man <laughs> dark so fast I won't be sharing that one on the show <laughs> nope that is not a show thing guys dark as fuck. we gotta go we appreciate yes. y'all it's been a great episode uh, happy to see new people hanging out watching chatting oh Shorzy Shorzy not Shazzy is that how bad my accent is Shorzy S-H-O-R-S-E-Y <laughs> yeah, got you tickled there, Captain Giggles. <laughs> I when you said was it my accent, and I I was thinking about some of the things that you say that I'm like, I kind of want to say that's not how you say it, but I know that that's how you say it, and that's how people with the accent say it. And there's one word that always stands out, and I wonder if anybody else has 
noticed that Matt says when he's talking about wandering around, you say wonder, you say wondering. <laughs> Can you say the word wandering, Matt? It's wandering, motherfucker. It it's no, wandering around. Ain't no wandering. wandering. Hey, have you ever heard of a magic wand? A uh, uh, magic wand. <laughs> Chris, yes, wandering around. Wand. It has an A. Has an A. Wandering has an O. W- wondering, like wondering about something, but you're talking about wandering around. <laughs> you've you've said it before. Oh my god, are we fighting? <laughs> Hey, if you're just walking around the woods. You're wandering around the woods. You're wandering around the woods. Motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Don't stick your dick in a portal. We'll see you guys next week. (laughs) Have a good night, (laughs) y'all.